When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. Dumb's Hit Music Station, F104, Louise Ty here with you. Until one o'clock, I'm now joined on the phone by Leisha Milan, who's a senior manager with PwC People and Organization. Hello, how are you? Hi, Louise. How are you doing? Good, good. So can you explain to me, I suppose, what is People and Organisation? Yeah, so in People and Organisation, uh, we work with clients to help solve their most important people challenges. Mm-hmm. So I suppose our aim is really to be trusted with those challenges. And the great thing about our clients and the work we do with them is it's a huge variety of different things. So it can be looking at how an organisation is structured, looking at the culture and behaviours that they need for success, or helping them look at the workforce considerations and how they go back to the workplace after COVID-19. Yeah, so what is our current situation, I suppose, with terms of returning to, I suppose, normal, as they say? As they say. (laughs) I think we can say that uh, returning to normal as we knew it um, probably isn't going to happen anytime soon. Uh, I think what we're likely to see is phases of new normal come forward as restrictions are lifted. Um, obviously, different organizations are in different situations, yeah. uh, with some continuing and some moving to 100% remote working. Um, but I think in working with our clients, what we see is the working environments that we return to won't be the same. Um, and I suppose the positive of that is we're seeing remote working being embraced. Uh, we're seeing organizations see the benefit of remote working. Um, and they're really factoring that into what the plans for the future look like. Yeah, because I think at stages, some companies might have been like, if you're at home, you're not doing any work. So I think now it has kind of proven that you can do it from home if it suits you better. And it does work just as well. Absolutely. I think there was this assumption that if I can't see you, I don't know what you're doing. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm not sure if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. Whereas I think organizations, that assumption has been broken. And people can see that, you know, people want to do a good job. And if, you know, if they know what they're doing and they're able to do it from a remote, remote environment, then they will, you know, and they'll, they'll push for that. And I suppose when it does go back to whatever normal is, you can still have the in-house meetings and then still, you know, go home and, and do your work. So you can still, you know, see people face to face at the moment at Zoom. But, you know, it will be a possibility that we can do that and then still re- remotely work. Absolutely. I think um, we're, we're seeing that is a big factor that people are looking at. Mm. What, how can remote working play a role in the future? Is it a combined, you know, in-person and remote working um, and I think that flexibility will be really important for people. Yeah. So even if we think about there are certain people who may not have entered the workforce because they need a certain amount of flexibility. And this could actually provide them access to jobs that they mightn't have felt they could access before. So I think that's a real positive. It's brilliant. So what are the areas that need to be taken into account now? 
So it's such a complex challenge for businesses and there are so many different factors to consider. Hmm. I think it's helpful to look at them under four broad headings. And the first has to be health and safety. Um, I think we're seeing it everywhere. I think we're really, it's, it's getting there now where we understand it has, on a personal level. Um, the return to work safely protocol um, that's been provided for organisations, that gives them an idea of how this can be achieved safely. Where they need to go now is what does that mean for them? Mm. So in terms of their situation, the offices that they use, um, how can they make sure that there's a setup or capacity limits to make sure that people can social distance? How are they making sure that hygiene is coming into everything now? Um, so health and safety has to be a priority and, and it'll continue being a priority going forward. Um, so next, the type of work needs to be considered. So there are certain roles that are easily done from uh, a remote environment and then there are some that need to come into the office. So organisations need to, to figure that out in terms of the sequence of returning to the workplace. Mm-hmm. The next area is financial. So what are the costs either saved or incurred in returning to the workplace? And are there any revenue streams that can be tapped into? And then finally, i say last but by no means least, what are the needs and preferences of employees as we move to the new normal? Um, because I think people have seen um, an increase in their flexibility of their working style, um, and that might be something they want to bring forward. Also, organizations need to understand the personal circumstances. So there might be childcare um, situations. There might be people who've changed location while they've been working remotely. Um, and so that just needs to be taken into account as they move forward with their return to work plans. It's very true because at the moment, I suppose I'm seeing it because my sister is working remotely, but she has a two year old and he he likes to put things into washing machines, things like that while she's in meetings. (laughs) So I suppose these are things that are going to be taken into account when it's looked at. Absolutely. And I think what's really interesting there is we're all sharing an experience to a certain degree, Mm. but we all have our own unique challenges in this experience as well. So, you know, childcare is one great example where a lot of people will understand that. But there's so many different unique circumstances that need to be taken into account. I know, um, I think we take for granted Wi-Fi (laughs) and access to Wi-Fi. And some people have had that's been a real struggle, you know. So it's not all things are equal. um, And to to really understand those unique situations, it's just really important. There's actually nothing worse when you're on Zoom and you're halfway through a conversation and the person like freezes. (laughs) I know, my heart stops. (laughs) Yeah. Or if you've been talking for five minutes and then you realise actually none of that went through. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's been frozen. Where did, where was I? <laughs> exactly, exactly. So you're kind of having to backtrack and figure it out. Oh, jeepers. We've learned a lot. If anything, we've learned a lot in these last few weeks for sure. That's it. We've all been our own IT experts. <laughs> yeah, 100%. So what are the pitfalls that we might need to look at, I suppose, coming into this situation? Of course. I think we've talked about that it's a complex challenge and there's yeah. a number of factors. I think taking those factors into account is, is something that needs to be done in a, in a, in a clear way. Mm-hmm. And in doing that, I think it's important to take into account um, different views. So the short term, the medium term and the long term view, recognizing that the decision or, or the decisions organizations make now can have a longer term impact and an impact on the psychological contract that they have with their employees. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's important, I suppose, to make those decisions in an authentic way that aligns to the purpose and values of the organization. And you know what, I think uh, one thing that I'm noticing anyway with people in here and that is we miss seeing each other and just having the, you know, standing around the cooler sort of conversations, you know, not, you know, because when you go into a meeting, you're kind of having a meeting. You don't necessarily go, so how was Sunday or how was your weekend? Or And do you feel we'll, we'll lose some of that or do you feel that's important to to keep hold of that when we do maybe work remotely or or change up our situation slightly? 
I think it's so important. I think if you think about the amount of time most of us or a lot of us spend working, it can be most of our time (laughs) compared to everything else that we're doing. And I think that human side of work is so important. And you've hit the nail on the head. It can be the thing that falls by the wayside in a virtual world. Um, I suppose the way I would see it is it, it no longer happens by accident. So you're no longer running into someone in the hallway yeah. or, or popping over to their desk. Um, I think what we've seen in the last couple of months is it act- absolutely can be achieved, but it takes that little bit of effort, that little bit of, you know, because it's not going to happen on accident, I need to make sure that I'm checking in with that person mm-hmm. or having a virtual coffee or setting up, you know, a, a, a virtual drink session or, or doing something where it's, it's more focusing on that informal side and that building relationships. Um, it's, absolutely. it's planning the head slightly. And I think in the future, we will see that needs to be taken into account. We can't completely discount it. Um, but I think we will continue to see that virtual, you know, team building, that virtual side, um, at least for the, the near future. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that'll, that'll be a continuation. Yeah, because I suppose at the moment, we don't really know how or what normal looks like or how it's going to to feel. Like I was coming in today and it felt definitely busier than normally that it has been over the last few weeks so it's it's a strange kind of seeing it because I've been coming in into the station so I've noticed it from when it was very very quiet to now when it's kind of returning and it is a very strange situation <laughs> oh absolutely and I think it's it's one of those funny things where if you had described now to me two months ago yeah. I probably wouldn't have believed you, do you know? This is the thing, um, yeah, this is the thing. And how can and, we make things easier, I suppose, for the transition between what we've been used to for the past, say, two months to, to going forward? Well, we would recommend that organisations set up a return-to-work task force that are looking at this as mm-hmm. a starting point um, just to make sure those different views and perspectives are coming in. Um, one of the most important things, and I think would make things easier, is just the communication between organizations their leadership and and everyone else (laughs) and just to make sure that people and it's a two-way communication piece understanding you know what's happening from a leadership perspective but understanding what people want as well so it's really making sure that the communication is happening on both sides Um, and then we've talked about the fact that remote working is probably here to stay in some form or Mm -hmm. another so making sure that the supports are in place for that to be as effective as possible and for people to be as successful as possible in that environment um, and just some of the things to mention in that space is not underestimating the role of the manager and what the management behaviours that are needed in a virtual world or in a remote working world are. Um, and also the changes to our routines and, and how we actually work together. And then the tools that we need to do our job in a remote working world. Absolutely. And if anyone wants to follow up and get more information on any of this, how do they do that? In terms of getting in touch with, with me or with PwC? Yeah. I suppose with PwC and what you're looking at in terms of people going back to work and how we can transition that and make it better. Absolutely. So we, we share a lot of things both on our PwC website, but mm-hmm. also on forums like LinkedIn, on Twitter. Um, a lot of our information is out there. And, and obviously, we would be encouraging people to get in touch if they're, if they're looking for specific advice on how they can do this within their organization. Mm-hmm. And, and all of that is there on our website. Amazing. Thank you so much, Leisha, for chatting to me today. Thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And chat to you soon. Thanks, Louise. Bye. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty.